Welcome back to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920, The Answer. In this segment in our neighborhood spotlight, we've got Huntley Hills in Shambly, a good old solid Atlanta neighborhood. What determines whether or not a lot is buildable? A lot of people want to buy lots and build houses. How do you know if you can actually build one? Because believe it or not, not all lots can be built on. And, ooh, you, I know you'd hate it if you were surprised by a special HOA assessment. How can you, as a home buyer, how can you avoid that surprise after closing? Don't forget, we want to connect, and it is really easy. Go to gogaddisradio.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S radio.com. You can ask questions that we answer on air or off air. You can make comments if you want. You can push back or challenge anything we say. You can share ideas with us. You can request your neighborhood be featured in our neighborhood spotlight. And you can subscribe to our podcast. We would love for you to be a podcast subscriber. Why would you do that? Well, that way you can listen to the segments of this show anytime you want to on demand. Subscribe to the podcast. We're available on every major podcasting platform. Let's go ahead and jump into our neighborhood spotlight. For those of you who listen to the show every single week, you know that each week we call out one specific Metro Atlanta neighborhood. We review the market over the last three years to call out critical changes to help you as a homeowner in the neighborhood understand whether or not you might have a particular advantage when it comes to selling your home. This week we have picked Huntley Hills in Shambly to focus on. Let me get to that information right here. For those who are unfamiliar uh, with Huntley Hills and where it is from I-285, go south on Peachtree Industrial or 141. Go right on North Peachtree Road and then slight left on the North Shallowford Road. The neighborhood is on the left. It is a great location and it is a wonderful little neighborhood. I'm thinking that that is in the city of Brookhaven at this point. In fact, I am thinking of buying a home and moving a little bit more in town uh, myself sometime later this year. And I keep considering, man, should I go just inside of 285 and, you know, a Doraville or a, or a, or a, uh, a Shambly or a, a Brookhaven address? And let's take a look at this. There's about 800 homes in the neighborhood. It is a big big neighborhood. In 2020, there were 44 homes that sold. We would expect there to be 55 or 56 homes selling each and every year in that neighborhood because we expect the average turn rate to be about 7% of the total number of homes sold in the neighborhood. In 2019, those 42 homes, excuse me, in 2020, those 44 homes that sold took an average of 41 days and sold for an average sales price of 428000 they range from a low of 275,000 to a high of 649,000 in homes that sold were discounted by the seller 1.6% to get a buyer to go under contract. The sales price increased $50,000 from 2020 to 2021 when the 45 homes that sold in 2021 that took an average of 26 days to go under contract again sold for $477,000. They went from a low of 280000 up to a high of 852000 and sellers decreased the price of their house or negotiated 0.3%. They almost sold them for full price in 2021. In 2022, sales slowed drastically. 27 homes sold in the neighborhood. They took 23 days from listing to contract. 
The average sales price went up. Let's just call it $75,000 from four seventy-seven up to $553,000. That is a big increase year over year. The low price in the neighborhood, $420,000. The high price, $677,000. Sellers got 1% more than their home was listed for. They sold their homes for 101% of their list price. There are currently three homes available for sale in the neighborhood. The average list price is six hundred. And 36,000, those range from a low of 589,000 to a high of 674. And there is 1.33 months worth of inventory. How do we determine that? Well, we know 27 homes sold in the neighborhood over the last 365 days. So we know that with 27 homes selling every year, it would take 1.33 months to sell those three homes if no additional inventory were to come on the market. That is a seller's market. That is still a real healthy, I'm not going to call it a screaming seller's market because at one time in Metro Atlanta, there was probably two or three weeks worth of inventory. You know, 1.3 months would be five weeks, five and a half weeks, however that works out. And that is still a very seller-oriented market. If you have under four months' worth of inventory, we say it is a seller's market. Four and five months' worth of inventory, we say it is a balanced market. More than five months' worth of inventory, we say it is a buyer's market. Those 800 homes were worth in 2011 on average $200,984, so $201,000 in 2022. Those houses on average are worth 553000 which means those 800 homeowners have additional homeowner equity of $282 million. I know it's not all about the money. In my opinion, it's about financial security. Many of us can could not live the lives we want to live if we did not have any financial security. And I have been through times in life where I had a little money, and I've been through times in life where I didn't have any money. And I will tell you, I actually enjoy having just a little bit of money, just a little bit. I enjoy that much, much better. It allows me to do the things I want to do and have the freedom I want to have. And it also allows me to have the excess funds to help those who cannot help themselves. And the older I get, the more rewarding, the more fulfilling that last little piece of the puzzle is being able to help people who are not able or qualified to be able to help themselves. The elementary school is Huntley Hills. The middle school is Shamley Middle School. And the high school is Shamley Charter. Shamley Charter. Shamley Charter. Easy for me to say. High school. Great, great area. If you're the type of parent that doesn't want to monkey around with your kid's education or the school's effect on home values, you need to get a school chimp report for all Public high schools in Metro Atlanta, you can get a school chimp score on a scale of 20 to 100, a 90 is an A, an 80 is a B, a 70 is a C. You get the idea. It'll also give you all the demographic information you're looking for. How old are the houses in the area? What percentage of the homes are rented versus occupied by homeowners? What's the average educational attainment of a parent? The reality is I like living in an area where people are a little more educated. I like living in an area where people make a little bit more money, and I know this sounds um, a little egotistical, but the reality is I want people to look at their kids' education the same way I look at my education. I want people to look at the neighborhood the same way I look at the neighborhood. And my guess is if you're listening to the radio show, you probably want that as well. To get a school chimp report, go to school, uh, uh, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S radio.com. Click on school chimp. Put in a little information, and it will spit out a report customized specifically for you. It will overlay all the real estate data on top of the school score and the demographic data, and you will be fixed up. If you are looking for a home for sale and you're not finding 
what you want on the website you are currently using, then switch it up. Just switch it right on up. Go to SureMLS.com, S-U-R-E-M-L-S.com. Switch it up. Give it the switcheroonie. SureMLS.com, S-U-R-E-M-L-S.com. We pull listings from both listing services. So there is almost no chance that you will miss finding something on SureMLS.com. Everything from the first multiple listing service, everything from the multiple listing service. How would you feel if you purchased a lot to build your dream home on but found out later that it was not buildable? Would you be devastated? I know the answer for me would be yes. Sean and Winder says he's considering or he or she is considering buying a piece of land in the county country uh, to build their dream home. But before we do, how do we know if a lot is buildable? And the answer is you really need to have some very detailed conversations with your county. Uh, the reality is, is the lot big enough? Does it have enough square footage? Does it have enough frontage, enough side lot lines, enough rear lot lines? What are the setbacks? You have to determine whether or not you can fit the size house you want on that property. Does it have enough impervious space? And really, you need to make sure that if you're out in the country, more than likely it's going to have a septic tank. And one of the most important things is you need to make sure that it'll perk. You need to make sure that water will drain down into the property so it can have a perfectly functioning septic tank. If you're looking to buy some raw land and you want to reach out to us, 770-497-0000. What if you closed on your new home and found out after the fact that there was a special assessment being considered in your community and you didn't even know about it? Maybe you don't readily even have the resources to pay for this special assessment boy i bet you would uh, feel like you had been kicked in the teeth i know i sure would um, rob and M mindy in alpharetta wrote in saying their friends just bought a home last year and found out this year that there had been a rather large assessment being considered to pave the roads in the community how could they have avoided the issue? Well, a seller is supposed to, on the community association disclosure, disclose whether or not there are any special assessments being considered. But the problem is, is that many homeowners in neighborhoods with homeowners associations don't really know what's going on with the homeowners association because the HOA board of directors might be talking about a potential special assessment, but they don't vote on it or the, the homeowner does not go to the meeting, so they don't know what's being discussed. So if the community association disclosure says there are no special assessments being considered, if they says there are, then you need to find out from the homeowners association what they are. But I would, number one, call the homeowners association, and I would ask them if there are any special assessments being considered. Uh, call a representative of the board, or I would call a the homeowner management uh, company, the homeowners association management company. And to be honest with you, if I really, really, really wanted to know whether or not there were special assessments being considered, I would ask for um, copies of all of the board meeting minutes, the HOA board meeting minutes over the last year, because anything that's discussed in those HOA meetings is supposed to be recorded in those meeting minutes. If you bought your home anytime in the last year, make sure you file for homestead exemption, go to gogaddisradio.com, click on homestead exemption. It will have the questions you need to ask yourself and specific instructions for filing in every single County in Metro Atlanta. 
I believe the deadline is March the 15th. I said I was going to get that information during the break before the fourth segment, and I totally forgot. I promise you I will get that information for you, Atlanta. We appreciate you listening to another week's edition of Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio. We'll be back next Saturday at 9 a.m., and we look forward to talking to you then. Have a great week, Atlanta.